Hi, welcome to our Work Together Anywhere podcast series. Thank you for joining us today, and we're delighted to have you involved. This series is specifically designed by Rico UK to help you navigate the challenges and opportunities organisations face today. From a pandemic to Brexit, from empowering your people to optimising the workplace, whether it's process automation or IT infrastructure and cloud services, there is something here for everyone. These podcasts contain the latest advice and good practice from industry experts and business leaders. We'll be sharing knowledge and helpful strategies to guide you, your people and your organisation towards your business goals. Before we get started, just a reminder, you can find on-demand webinars, upcoming events and our podcasts at insights.rico.co.uk. Simply click register for webinars. Now let's begin. Hello everyone, uh, this is Dave Willoughby from RICO UK. I'm uh, the Workplace Digital Transformation Lead here at RICO and I support all the uh, uh, RICO UK's technology stack within our ecosystem. And I'm very happy and glad to be uh, bringing into the stage um, one of our partners um, in my office and his name is Deck Horgan. So Deck, do you want to say hello? Yep, hi Dave. Hi Deck. Um, now, thanks very much for joining us today, Deck. Um, what we're going to be doing today is just going to be discussing a few key topics around about how the workspace is operating now in a post-COVID world, but also going forward as well. Um, starting off with, um, we're going to be introducing or discussing technologies uh, that help support desk space and room management. We're also going to talk about space utilisation, what a key thing this is going to be, especially in the post-COVID world. This was something that was relatively popular before it, but now it's almost become a necessity so people and workplace managers can understand how this space is being utilised. Not only that, we're going to look at how the employees are going to ha have a safe entrance into the workplace, and not just employees, but also visitors as well, because we want to make sure this workplace is safe for when they do return. And what we're going to ensure uh, during this session is that you have a few takeaways to understand what RICO's approach is, um, but also um, how partners can help support you on this on this journey and um, Deck um, is very much a key figurehead and key, and a key partner to Rico. He supported many, many demonstrations of the platform which um, he's um, uh, of our office. And not only that, uh, we want to ensure that uh, it's not just about technology today, it is about people and how they operate when they are returning. Because we all understand that when people do return to the office, there's going to be some anxiety. There's going to be some, oh, is, it, is my workplace safe enough for me to return? And ask, is my employer making all the right um, preparations to make sure the workplace is safe. Now, a number of uh, technologies can help support this, but it's always about making sure that people feel like they've got this in place. So there's some key messaging which we want you to take away from the, at the end of this. But um, because we've all known the last 12 months, there's been huge changes where people have been forced into a different way of working, much like, the, uh, much like a new way of working, which some organisations have only aspired to try and reach. But now since uh, March of last year, is, uh, it's been forced down their throats. But what's a fantastic thing is people have been able to adapt, adapt to it only over a few weeks, let's just say, to be able to ensure that uh, they can operate and manage their workload from the comfort of their own home. Now, what we're going to do today is again show what considerations have to be made before people return to the office space, but how um, technology can help support that. So just looking at the priorities and what people really are looking for 
like I said before, they are looking for a safe return to the office space. We want to make sure the spaces such as desks, meeting rooms and so on are able to be bookable because that's going to be able to help manage people returning and knowing that they've got a safe space to sit where either we know it's been pre-sanitized before they sit in spaces and they're also conforming to social distancing uh, guidelines. Now, we know this is going to ebb and flow throughout the year, and there's also been talk of another wave of COVID potentially in, in the uh, winter of 2021. So we, we just don't know what the future holds for us. So therefore, it's making technology even more vital to be able to support us on this. Now, one of the key things um, from um, an IOFA st standpoint, and this is um, a good example of what uh, we have got the capability to offer, because not only do we offer IOFA as a platform, we also offer a number of other key um, platforms too to be able to support this. RICO are an agnostic organisation and a technology agnostic so therefore we can offer the right technology to fit the customer and uh, IFS, like I said before, is a very well-rounded um, solution to help support a number of key features and for me there's some very key features um, which have been developed within the platform which I'm going to ask Deck to speak about in a second uh, to help support that safe return and making sure that people conform to social distancing when we're booking spaces. Um, so, Deck, I'll just ask you to come in for a second, mate. Um, as an example, and especially when you've been speaking to uh, HR, uh, HR facilities, property people, what's the biggest concern about when people want to return into the space? So, um, I want to almost direct direct you on uh, what some of the developments and technology that have been made within the platform um, uh, within iOffice. Is that something you can share with us? Yeah, sure. So. Um... You know, initially, iOffice, one of our models is our space model, which allows um, real estate and HR to be able to plan and assign space to divisions, to parts of the business and to individuals. Um, obviously, with the, the pandemic coming through, they wanted to be able to very quickly redesign um, their space, remodel their space, uh, but also have that flexibility like you've talked about. No one knows what that right answer is yet. So, you know, to do it once is is great but they need to be able to be agile enough to change um with the demands and that could be where in certain areas of the world there may be legislation being pushed where they have to meet um certain regulations uh, and they need to be able to make sure they can plan this very quickly so um off the back of that we were having hackathons with um, a number of our customers uh, and this was back in march last year uh where they were asking if we could assist with that redesign of that space putting in a physical distancing element so they wanted to be able to go onto a, a floor plan um, determine the amount of people that were going to be able to occupy this space by putting in a physical distancing measure be it you know two meters three meters four meters or whatever that may be now it was taking them up to four or five days to do this for a single floor plan so off the back of that um, my office launched what was called space right uh, mid-april last year and that allows mm -hmm. you to actually make that plan and make those changes in a matter of seconds. So they can bring up their floor plan. They can put in the, the physical distancing measures they're looking to roll out and it will instantly show them what the best scenario is around the space that they currently have. Now, from there, they can go in, they can adjust uh, meeting space, uh, communal spaces. You know, it's not just showing you what space is fit for purpose, but it's also showing you where you're going to need to reduce occupancy. Um, and then they instantly want to get that pushed out to their end users. The end users want to know what is the latest design, what is the latest spaces I can book. So that can instantly push out to all of your touch points, be it the Hummingbird user app that the iOffice provides, be it wayfinding screens, um, or just going onto the portal, they can very quickly see that. Um, then off the back of that, they also wanted to make sure 
they could manage people coming back into the into the building, but also have a process in place. So maybe now you need to reserve a space before going to the to the actual site, going to the location, and that can then tie into your access control systems. You know, we've done a lot of work with Rico um, using the open API that iOffice can provide. Rico can design that middleware where it can really integrate with other solutions that they may already have in place, be it that access control system. So the mm. process now is you have to pre-book a space that will then uh, activate your access control badge and you can then obviously access the building. And they may put in rules where you have to do that 24 hours in advance. And this allows them to manage the amount of people coming back into the office. Um, and then on the, 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 the flip side of that as well, you have where they want people to maybe fill in a questionnaire, make sure that they're um, signing disclaimers or, or saying that they haven't been uh, ill or had any symptoms over the last two weeks, three weeks, what has their travel been? And again, all of this has been built into the iOffice solution. Uh, and they were finding these are the key drivers around what HR and what real estate are, are really looking for. That was brilliant, Dad. Thanks very much for that. That's a really good overview of, of some of the, uh, the technology that's actually available to our customers today. And what's fantastic is it was created very, very quickly, but not just that, it just works. And that's one of the that's one of the key things with uh, when Rico is supporting any of our customers is we bring forward technology that simply works and is going to help support um, on the needs. But looking at business, how businesses are viewing the, their space in a post-COVID world, either from an FM or property perspective, what there are these tools are are available to help them help support this. But I want to come come into an, another area, not just into booking, but how the space is really being used because. You always have the booking, which is the intent of what people intend to use the space as. But then you have the actual use and, and measuring the actual use of that. Now, um, trying to understand this is, and having both the intent and the actual, is a very key combination of understanding how space is going to be used because we don't really know what's going to happen, and what people's behaviours are going to be. Every organisation, um, almost every organisation we speak with, have their own methods of being able to find out what people intend to do in the post-COVID world or when they start to look at the short and medium return. Now, when we are looking at it, when we are looking at this and we're and you hear, oh, we're going to have 20% of our workforce return, that's absolutely fine because they can use that as a measure. But the reality is of how many people are actually using that space at the time, it can either be a very manual process if you haven't got a booking process in place. But also knowing how the space is really used and what space is used at any one time is something that organisations are looking to measure so they can right size that real estate. Now, right sizing real estate is what uh, between Rico and iOffice we've we've managed to work out very very well with a with a large uh, a global petroleum company. And using this technology is uh, for me absolutely fundamental when looking at, um, at measuring the people behaviour. And then if you know this and you're able to do actually do something about it by making those savings on real estate, because being honest, people and real estate are the two highest spends within an organization. Having this real estate right size based on the usage could be absolutely key. So that could be looking for new premises or sub or subleasing um, spaces um, of, um, of a floor, which you may or may not, may not need anymore. So there's a number of key elements here, which uh, for me, and for um, all, all the research carried out is directed to be able to find out how spaces are being used, not just how they intended to, to be booked or, how, or their intent, their intention to be used, but how they actually are used. 
And then we might see if you could just uh, let, let the audience know what um, some, re some recent successes we've had um, on this. So when we're integrating um, IoT sensor sensors, if you like, to capture this information in, in an automated fashion. Um, was that something you could uh, give us a bit of a, an idea of how your, not just IFS in general, but even some of the successes that Rico have, have carried out on that? Yeah, sure. So yeah, you touched on, you know, that, that company, I think it's the, the seventh largest company in the world, you know, the massive real estate, um, and like you say, before the pandemic, they were looking at around, you know, how is our space being used and, and how are people using that space? Um, that's now where, you know, those spaces are now pretty much empty, especially the ones in London at the moment. Uh, and they're now looking to use that technology to, to figure out how to bring people back to the space. Um, and then, like you say, find out how well that space is being occupied. They have an idea of what they feel they need. Um, but this will allow them to get true insights into their real estate. So. With the assistance of RICO, we've put in um, PIR sensors under each desk. We have meeting room sensors in each meeting room. So when it comes to desk utilization, we can very quickly see what spaces are being utilized, how long they're being utilized for. When it comes to these meeting room spaces, again, we can see how long that space is being used for, but we can also see the number of people that are occupying that space. Again, giving a true understanding of how space is being used. Mm -hmm. uh, now, with the pandem pandemic coming in, um, they now really need also how to, to police those spaces. So before, you know, every desk was uh, an occupiable space, that's now being restricted. They need to make sure people aren't sitting in those spaces. Um, for those meeting rooms, they need to make sure they're not going over occupancy in those spaces. They've probably reduced the number of people that can occupy a space. And again, they need to make sure that that's being uh, met and that criteria is actually being fulfilled and that no one's actually overstepping that or, or, or breaking those rules um, mm -hmm. even down to the direction people take in corridors you know using um, IOT sensors that Rico can provide and ingest into to iOffice we can actually bring in that sort of policing within an environment now um, and I think, again you know it gives the, the employee that, that that hug that they need to understand that the people are, are serious about this and that their, their employer is making sure that their space is are designed and fit for purpose, but also making sure that everyone is sticking to those rules. So that's where we've really seen that change in IoT data. Um, and then also around cleaning schedules, you know, you want to make sure that you're optimizing your, your operations teams. So again, using that IoT data, using that sensor information, you get a true understanding of what spaces are being used. So from the operations point of view, they can very quickly see what spaces have been used, what spaces need to be um, concentrated on, uh, cleaned, and they can maximise their workforce to make sure they're working uh, as efficiently as possible. That's brilliant, Dan. That's, that's, that's it. And you know what, This is, and, and from your point of view, I don't know what your thoughts are, but um, whenever we come to talk about uh, space booking and, spa and, spa and uh, whether it be desk or rooms or, or meeting rooms or, or breakout spaces or communal spaces, whatever it might be, I don't know about you, but I'm, actually, I'm finding most people are asking, um, how to, uh, what, what options do we have around sensors? We've looked at it before, but they seem quite expensive. I mean, what, from your point of view, I know you're, mainly, uh, you're obviously just a, a true uh, SaaS company, but um, I'm finding um, people are seeing now more and more are now seeing a value of data versus just the cost of a piece of, of a piece of hardware. The hardware is almost a commodity, but to get that data, that's where the real value is. Is that? Are you, are you finding that um, having those same sort of conversations with people or with leaders? 
definitely. And, uh, you know, I think that this has accelerated that view from people as well. They understand that they need this technology now. Um, also, you know, if you if you look at the, the cost of real estate, you know, you touched on this, that it's the second highest cost within an organisation after your, your labour costs. So you want to make sure you're getting that right, because, you know, you could very quickly be spending money that you don't or you shouldn't be. You know, you could be wasting money. Um, so, you know, again, we had, we had another customer uh, working with Rico, a very large law firm. Um, they wanted to understand um, how well their offices were being utilised. And this is well before the pandemic. So they put in sensors under each um, each desk and they quickly found out that they were running at 33 percent occupancy on, on a single floor. Now, that single floor was costing £6 million per year to run. So, you know, when you, you're taking that return on investment around the initial cost of how much that, that square metre is costing you or how much that desk, you know, you've got to take into consideration electricity, rent, cleaning of these spaces. You know, that, that cost can be huge. You, you can very quickly um, get a return on that investment. Um, and, and also sensor technology, the, the prices are constantly going down. You know, it's... That, that hardware cost is, is always being reduced as technology grows, as more and more options come to market, you're finding that that unit price is is, um, is reducing as well. But also with that smarter environment that you get, it's not just data you're getting from it, but the functionality. So where your, your operations teams are targeting the right areas, again, they're, they're being utilised uh, a lot more efficiently. And that all comes from that sensor data that you're getting. So I find that you do get a very good uh, return on that investment. Uh, and I believe that's just going to go better and better as, as we go along. Thanks, Dave. That was spot on. I think uh, uh, just you couldn't, you couldn't have uh, articulated much more, much more clearer than that. Getting this information is, is, what, is where the value is at. It's not about the overall investment. Um, you can commercialize. Rico got obviously a number of ways to commercialize this, but... Mm. Seeing the seeing the return on investment um, um, on this is almost is relatively quick. We're, we're talking a few months, not we're not looking at years. And there's a number of ways to be able to, to manage that. So it's not something to ever be scared about. Doing something new, such as an integrate in, installing sensor technologies to be able to understand how space is used, it can be something that an organisation may not have always considered. But knowing that there's a way to be able to do this and know how space is being used accurately. Not just how many desks are being used, but how often they're used, the dwell and churn time of these spaces. So, yes, you might know, think a desk is being used for eight hours a day, but the reality is that you might have had three or four people use a particular desk or even a particular um, phone booth. You can see how spaces are being used and, and you had an intent for this space being used before you bought it. So, therefore, is that space being used as intended? So, we're not, we want to get away from the use of... Um, of, uh, of meeting rooms or, or or phone booths or anything like that being used as effectively in office or their own personal desk. So all this information is absolute gold as to what to uh, a lot of organisations. So the key thing here is making sure that um, it is um, simple to install, very easy to manage, and obviously from a commercial point of view, it can be made very very attractive. So that there is a, a very key thing. And obviously working with iOffice and other partners, we can uh, Rico got the ability to uh, to bring this to you. Another thing I wanted to bring forward um, is uh, the looking at technology and supporting the safe working, but what are the challenges of adopting technology? Now, this is, an, is uh, some, some, some developers might, might see um, people just provide an app and everyone should think, that, oh, hang on, we can just use an app because the reality is it's very simple to use. We've got very much a big belief that 
if you have an app, yet you should never need a guidebook for an app. But what we are doing, we're impacting people at work and how they're utilizing space, and they may not have even been used to using that. They may have liked a phone, a smart app to look at, or sorry, a smartphone to look at uh, their own personal apps. But when you're adopting this for work, it's not may not always be uh, something they're used to. So ensuring the technology adoption is absolutely fundamental to this. Um, I may even link in uh, and do a little plug for my uh, colleague Simone Fenton Jarvis, who uh, created a previous podcast on this. Um, because looking at not just the ways that people work, but also the adoption to the new way of working, which is usually including technology, how we do this. Now that, which is absolutely a fundamental thing. Um, one thing I would say is, um, just again, a little plug there for you, for here, for you here, Deck, um, is the Hummingbird app is very user-friendly and very simple to use. And we think that the high percentage of people will be able to adapt to it very, very quickly. But there's always people and always, and always tech tools around to show people how to use this, whether that be in person or teams train or teams training sessions, drop-in sessions, or even um, quick-fire videos uh, to be able to show you how to do specific tasks. Um, Deck, I know this is something that our office have, uh, have invested in heavily, haven't you, uh, to be able to ensure that the adoption of your technology is, is taken throughout. So even those people who are not who are not very techn technological minded, or even um, even may not even have a smartphone, they can still use the same platform to be able to book spaces. Um, is that something? Is that that's something you've um, uh, that you've always created, isn't it? Yes, and again, you know, we've wanted to be intuitive with our product, um, mm -hmm. and with the the Hummingbird app, we want to create that connected workplace. Um, we've talked about the IWMS um, um, for for many years. Um, iOffice is now actually called it the IXMS, so and that X being the, the experience. We want that to be uh, as user friendly as possible. Um, with our Hummingbird app, it's very intuitive. You know, if you need to find a colleague, it's very easy. If you need to reserve a space, it's extremely easy. You can bring up floor plans, you've got visuals. Um, and then when we talk about creating that connected workspace, uh, the employees can see if there's an issue in that space before they even reserve it. So this is where we can tie into our service request module. And that can be from my office or it could be a third party solution. Um, so we want to create that connected workspace. We want the, the Hummingbird app to be the go-to for the employees you know you can have promo content on there which can link to uh, intranet pages can link to, to third-party urls to third-party apps if you wanted to uh, and you can have promo content around the latest covid advice the, the latest information around the organization so that app for us it is key for, for the development of our products and and the growth of our products um, but not only from the from the employees point of view and the app point of view when it comes to managing the the back office elements again we want our system to be intuitive we want it to be easy to use um, and we win a lot of deals around the fact that our product is so easy to use but there is so mm. much functionality there as well um, so you'll go into a customer who already has a solution that should be providing this type of information this type of functionality but it's too difficult to use um, so from the back office point of view again we, we see that as very important but with the the, the return to office people um there's gonna be a lot of change we want to make our element of that have as little impact um on the the employee you know there's gonna be enough changes that they're gonna to have to do to return to the office and enough data and information that they're gonna to need to ingest uh, and we find that the iOffice tool um can create um, a very painless way of, of getting the employees back into the office um and that's where we really see uh, a lot of our design uh, and a lot of our focus uh, moving forward 
That's fantastic, Deck. Thank you very much for that. And um, I just want to say th uh, for me and myself and the, the rest of the RICO team, thank you very much for your time to be able to talk about some of the technology that's available in the workplace today. And um, from a personal point of view, I'd like to be able to say that um, the the iOffice platform is very, very intuitive, very, very simple to use. And uh, the integrations is a, an entirety of bringing in a number of different modules from visitor to booking spaces to seeing how space is utilized uh, to, uh, to having that insightful data is all encompassed in it. And that's something that a lot of our, our customers are, are looking at. So thank you very much, Deck. That's brilliant. Just to uh, wrap up for the, uh, for the podcast, I would just